0: Hey, everyone, and welcome to our podcast, Energy Never Dies. My name is Tamara Gillespie, and my co-host is Hannah Kofelt. We are lifelong friends that have a passion for living authentic and meaningful lives. However, as wonderful as that sounds, we all know that life can be incredibly hard and unpredictable. This podcast is our attempt at working through life and our energies in their rawest form.
1: Hey everyone, this is Hannah. Our hope is that in sharing and taking responsibility for our energy, we'll encourage our listeners to do the same. Thank you for listening and enjoy the podcast. All right, we are here with Energy Never Dies with your hosts, me, Hannah Kofeld and Tamara Gillespie. And today we have a special... Two special reoccurring guests that we had on season one: Tony Goldsby, and then we had Jared. Hello, my companion. Yeah,
2: we <laughs> that too. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Thank you guys for coming.
2: Appreciate you having yeah. us. Yeah, yeah, always tough topics. So. Thanks for
3: letting me come here with you.
2: <laughs> and new, yeah, newly oh. newly granted companion status. So True. you know, yeah.
0: yeah,
3: upgrade from partner.
0: Well, also to let everybody know, um, this. Episode is a little bit different in the sense of we're all sitting here together rather than um, being on Skype like Hannah and I have done. And it's, it's crazy how we started our first co- podcast being, you know, a world apart, and now we finally are getting to do one in person together. Yeah, so the first I think that's one, pretty cool.
1: I was in Cambodia the first time, mm-hmm. and then with you, we were in Vietnam, and then with you, we were in Vietnam too. I wanted to start this podcast actually with time. The idea of time, because if you think about time and death, you're always wondering, how much time do I have left? Or if you're older, like maybe my grandpa's age, he's 90. Like, time is different to him than it is for a little kid. Yeah. Like, if you're a little kid, a kindergarten, a whole year seems like eternity. But now, like, time seems to be going faster. Every single year, as you get older, it gets faster. So I look at time as if we weren't looking... If we weren't using clock time, meaning how we uh, coordinate life with other human beings, what would time mean to you? So that's the question I pose to all of you here. <laughs> I mean, I think that's a good place to start when you're thinking about death because when you think about, like, how much time do I have in this human life?
0: I Yeah, so I, I can maybe just, in my situation, I think we each one of us is going to have a different definitely an opinion um in my situation where i'm deep deep into chemotherapy and everything is about cancer right now um i i that is on my mind all the time is time like what does this actually mean for me time wise um for my body to still be here um but I mean, I don't even know. And and so for me, time is is of the essence right now. Whereas I feel like before, I never thought about time. Mm-hmm. Like I, I, you know, I always thought about getting older, but, but, but not by the day.
1: Right. More like
0: years, you know. Now for me, I'm feeling like time is, you know, is it days? Is it weeks? You know, mm-hmm. is it less than a year? And so... I'm. I definitely think about that, and I think about my future trips. I think about you know my time with my kids. Like, like you know, planning things out. I'm like, well, I got to squeeze this in because, what if? You know, I mean, I feel like that's a bad way to think about it because I'm. Am I then saying I am going to die? Um, I don't know, but it, it. I mean, it's an honest. Uh, you know, thought that that time is always in my head. Right?
2: Mm-hmm. You seriously have to prioritize your time. Right what do you think too tim like just where you've gotten i think over the last few episodes you know from a spirituality standpoint that that's kind of helped push you to have that mentality or that outlook on things or have you always
0: well i i don't want to think about it i would i would like to like you know not have not that i'm worrying about time you know that i'm right. more in trying to enjoy and just spend you know whatever time i do have here but I mean, honestly, that's a really hard thing to get out of your mind. Right. I mean, it, it takes a lot of work. I think it, um, you know, is something that I am capable of doing and thinking about it a little bit differently. But at the end of the day, no matter how much I say that I'm prepared, you're never prepared. Right. Let's be honest. There, there's just no way. Even when you're on your deathbed, I I mean, I don't fully believe, at least in my stance, that, that I'm going to be sitting there not still thinking about time. Like how, how many more minutes do I have? Right. You that, know, to be something
2: that's going to be conscious with you. Right. The whole process. Yeah.
0: I think I'm in a better place yeah. for sure than I have been. Um, but, um, it, yeah, this is, time is definitely on my mind always.
2: Yeah. And I, I, not, I mean, I think if we're, if we're going around <laughs> the circle in yeah. yeah, this yeah. direction. Yeah, yeah. So this if, I, if I'm next, it's funny how, you know, where you're at obviously is so different from where I can even try to relate to the way I try to view things, right? Um, But it's been funny for me personally in my spiritual journey how I continue to try to just focus more on time as in like the now time, right? And not in the past or in the future and, you know, many things that, you know, I just can't even control at the end of the day. And, um, you know, stillness in that, that spot where you, you know, essentially try to hold time still, I think, is still something that... We all as human beings should try to, you know, achieve or try to aspire to be. But I think for you, in your case, certainly, you know, there's almost a, a certain amount of rush that comes along with, you know, having to figure that out in what seems like a more finite time than, you know, any of us know that we have. So, you know, it's you're, you're an awesomely strong and powerful woman to be able to try to even you know, work out some of those spiritual things that I think are tough for all of us to deal with. And the fact that you're continuing to still strive to be a better person and just deal with, you know, your disease in a way that can be inspiring to others. I mean, I think, uh, again, what you're doing is really, really awesome and should be commended by all people. And, um, you know, you, I, I certainly look up to you and it helps me to, you know, appreciate what I perceive as my time here with my kids and what I want to do and the person I want to be, certainly.
1: So, if you haven't listened to the podcast with Tony, he has a son that has what is a Ode-Hara. rare form of epilepsy called.
0: Otahara's disease. Yeah, Otahara syndrome. Yeah. So,
1: how do you look at time with him? Like, he was not supposed to make it past
2: well, one, I mean, typically is kind of the average old, age for kids. And now he's a,
1: nine, right? Yeah. So, how, how do you see time around him?
2: Yeah, I mean, I guess when you're kind of told that and you you get to where you're mentally, I guess, accepting of that as much as you can be, you know, you always try to keep hope that something's going to change. I mean, I think like you, you know what I mean? You're not ever wanting to give up that, that, that feeling that something could miraculously, miraculously change the yeah, situation fight. you're in, right? Yeah, absolutely, yeah. right? Um, but I think, the more and more I be, I've, I've been around him, and and again, for those that have heard me talk about him before, it's like, you know, I compare him to people all the time who say, oh man, it'd be so great to meet, you know, these great, these great figures in the past or whatever, you know, from a spirituality standpoint and how pure they were and, you know, how they led their lives. And then you actually see a child that's, you know, been brought into this earth that has limitations from a physical perspective, certainly, but then you know, from a spiritual perspective, is so pure and untainted. You know what I mean? For me, it's like a blessing in some ways that I get to learn from him, you know, every single day. So, you know, I know it's kind of cliche to say you should treat every day with a human being as their last, but I think he Mm. and Tamara certainly both give me a Mm. lot of perspective on that, you know, to like really love and, you know, live with each other and, you know, just be have your family and your friends as close to you and, you know, don't let petty things be petty things. I think that's so easy in society today, you know, to just <laughs> kind of let those those small things get to you or get to your relationships. And at the end of the day, man, it's just you get really sucked into realizing how, how again, in the moment you need to be all the time to, to really appreciate those, those relationships.
1: How do you think he perceives time?
2: Man, I, I think it's probably... You know, I I think he perceives things differently, but obvious, but also, you know, in a in a pretty comprehensive way, right? So I think he still, you know, will return a smile when you give him love or show him affection or do these things. Still gets really upset, and you know, obviously goes through pain at points in time, but can't verbally express, you know, what's going on with him. So, you know, I I think for him. You know, he loves to be alive and he loves to be a human, you know what I mean? And again, talking about things you take for granted, you know, he just continues to fight and want to be here and and enjoy the time, however long that is, that he gets to be on this earth. And, um, you know, I think he's a a very special being in in a lot of regards that, you know, certainly hasn't had a profound uh, impact on who the person I am today, but will have a profound impact um, throughout my whole life, you know.
1: Yeah.
3: Do you think he could possibly perceive time as uh, a routine instead of a concept of like hours? It's like a routine. Like right now this happens, then this happens, then this happens throughout the day. And that's like how he could possibly perceive time. Is like that's his routine. He knows what's coming next. Sure.
2: Yeah. Yeah. And again, I think, you know, for him it's really just get back to those basic emotions, right? Like Mm -hmm. love Mm -hmm. and, you know, caring for a human being and you know, again, pain and and all the things that he just he can't perceive with pettiness. He perceives it back to another human being as you know. Oh, they're loving me. Right. I'm gonna love him. You know, and 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 that's why I get back to you. Like in a way, he's the most perfect being in everything, minus his physical limitations. Right from a spirituality standpoint, like,
0: his emotions are probably, and this is just my perception that you know. When I've seen you with Harper, you know, just the touch of your hand on his hand., yeah. you know, those are his emotions. That's what strikes his emotions rather than him not knowing the perception of um, you know what our human problems are we have right? You know, his is pain, you know, his physical pain that that if he's in, you yep. know, he know, that's an emotion for him and how he, and then when you're loving to him, you kiss him, you you sure. know, touch, I mean, it's a simple as that. And, and who knows, maybe it's beyond that in his mind. We don't, we'll never know that. Um, but, but at the same time, maybe, you know, just touch to Harper is, is amazing to him. Right. Like, you know, that, that feeling of that love is it's amazing. It's super
1: pure too. It has, is. It's Harper doesn't so have pure. a label for it. So. Yeah. You know, like he's yeah. not like, oh, my dad is touching me. Right. It's right. like, it's he all just about knows, feeling. It's all about feeling. Yeah. So yeah. time to him is probably just, It's actually probably, he probably has the best perception on time, because he probably doesn't have perception on
2: time. And and one thing that kid does love is he loves his dog, so he loves Slade, and Slade, when they're, like, I have a black lab, and he's a little bit excitable, most of them are, right, hunting dog, if he doesn't doesn't get out and get his mileage in a day, then, you know, he's,
0: he's crazy, he's He's pretty crazy,
2: you know, initially when you see him anyways, but then like, we'll all load up in my truck, and we'll be driving, and Harper sits in the back, and Slade's like, where the, the seats are, and. I'll see him just gently go up to him, you know what I mean, and then lay his head down on him, like he knows, right? right. Like it's like animals are kind of on that spirituality level. They're, but I right, think yeah. like a good person yes. sometimes just
0: yeah, could for could sure, mimic in a
2: way, you know. Yeah, so. I bet
0: him and Slade just just their yeah. mind and he, and you yeah. know because animals um, again, I think they're kind of the similar way in right. the sense you know they. I, they don't perceive time, probably. I no, mean, you know, they a routine, don't. No. Again, yeah. routine, so, so like they have this bond of, you know, like, yeah, it's more of a routine. You. <laughs> yeah, I love so, you. You're <laughs> back. I like you. So they're sharing that. <laughs> that bond together yeah. of that that we just can't yeah. even fathom. It's it's pretty amazing and cool to yeah. to see stuff like that. So
1: time, I think everyone's going to have their own because we're all going through different things, but. Jared, time for you as an artist and as a growing artist and someone that has like dove into his craft, like there's times when I feel like you might be impatient that you should be at a different place, but then there's times where you're like, I'm going to take my time to get where I want to be. So how as an artist and I suppose a expectant father, do you perceive time?
3: I was going to bring that up. Time for me has obviously changed. Um... For most of my adult life, time for me, how I perceive it is, I I pretty much, and you can ask anyone and everyone that knows me, I do things kind of on my own time, and I'll just, I'll get there when I get there. I don't let things make me get in a rush because that creates anxiety and and all this stuff, so it's like, I'll get there, and I'm not going to miss much, and no one's going to miss that much when I, you know, right? it won't be a big deal. So time for me has always been in that sense. Um uh, as far as now, it's obviously changed. We are going to be having a baby soon, in four mm-hmm. weeks. Anytime. So anytime, not, and, I'm any time, any time, any time. I, you know, yeah, I said four weeks, but any time. But like, so now, time to me is like I find myself charting out my weeks, charting out my days. Is what I have to get accomplished, like creating these little lists where I've never had to do that before because there are things that I want to accomplish as an artist, as a musician, and it's almost like I see this new life coming into the world as a threat to my time mm, and yeah. as horrible as that may sound no, no, that's no, what yeah. I, that's Girl, what it's yeah. like it reaches to me and that's how it feels so it's like shit i need to get all this done now before this comes because god knows what time will look like yeah. when she's here yes yeah and so now i've been like allotting my time i've been spending 10 to 12 hours as you know this every mm-hmm. day at my studio and this isn't just like fiddling around this is like dedicated to different parts every day a specific time of what I'm doing and this goes back to like our social media uh, our very first podcast about that it's Mm -hmm. like I still have to allot time for that (laughs) too as a growing artist you need these uh, Mm -hmm. these media outlets to help grow to get new fans so there's still that issue as well and now I have to allot time not only into still growing my craft but then trying to put out an album put out a piece of work so that people know me by that um Working on that and then trying to, then again, do the social media thing. Be present on that always. So my time now is obviously a lot more precious to me than it has been before. And I imagine that will keep going. Yeah. And will yeah. change.
0: No, and I, I like your honesty about that. That, you know, I mean, I mean, that's the the truth of it. Is that, um, you know, hopefully you'll find a balance and you, you guys will figure it out. But, I mean, that's honest. You know, a baby changes lives and your time and and you have no idea what it's going to look like until she's actually here right i mean you can, you can plan for it yeah. you, can yeah. really can. Plan you can try to plan for it all you want <laughs> yeah. um and try to get as much as you, you can done and um cross your fingers that it'll it'll all work out and it will all work out but i i like your honesty of you know this is
2: being a, hard, being a dad's hard dude like yeah. i mean from my perspective because you know you guys have this relationship for nine months yeah with this thing growing <laughs> inside yeah, of you yeah, yeah and then we're just ah, i, I kind of hoped on. like when it pop out i'd get downloaded with like a set of dad instructions that's what he yeah, said too he's Sorry, like i my think man, you
3: don't got that in, to right? like, it it does. work yeah it does. And it will, will kick, kick in and obviously like you can i've talked to so many people you can read as many baby books as you want but you right. need to learn your are a child yeah. and i know that's part of those five otj Instance. on the job <laughs> on the job <laughs> training baptism by fire here you go here's your baby you get to go home now and it's all yours it's like oh yeah. Yeah. So yeah. you guys coming too? or what,
1: like, <laughs>
0: Yeah. It does. It it just comes to you and it's amazing. It's, it's amazing how you do. It's just that's that's how um uh you know, it it the growth of life just works. It's like a works. cycle, right? Yeah, just, like, it is. You know, the cycle of life works a just, cycle. you mm-hmm. just automatically are like, okay, here we go. Here we go. Yep. And it's fun. Changing gears it is so. it is fun. So I'm really happy for you guys in this will. This journey is going to be cool. Yeah. yeah. So
2: cleaning, cleaning up. I guess. Yeah, yeah. Sure. Hanging Hanging up. Uh, yeah, yeah we always put our power hitter at the end. And with yeah. this,
3: with the same exact scenario, being an artist, trying to focus on your work, also uh, substituting at the school to make an income to be able to support this new child that you're coming into, yeah, and then idea. having a new child. How are how are you viewing time? What are your thoughts on
1: time? And so. how has it change? <laughs> Good job, Jared. So, for me, with time, I've actually been focused on it since I found out I was pregnant. Because, as a woman, when you find out you're pregnant, there's this window of, like, will it stick? Am I going to stay pregnant? And it's like, that first trimester is three months, but one month you don't know you're pregnant. And so, the two months is the slowest two months ever. Right. So, then time moves slowly, because I'm like... I want it to stick. I want this baby. Like, and you're just like every single day you're counting down. Every single day I'm looking at something different to just get take my mind off of time or, mm-hmm. or get educated on what could happen so that I'm prepared for it. So for two months, time went by like so slow. And then the second trimester was, you know, you're healthy, you're you're you know things are easy, time goes by fast. And so then I I was you know, writing in my journal as I do. And I'm like, what is time? Because it's not real. Because how is it going this fast now? And it went that slow back then. And then I just, I'm just like, "What? what is it? What is it? What does it mean? How do I use it? Like, does it matter? And then I look at Jared, and he lives his life, like he just said, very on his own time. On his own time. <laughs> and I've actually You've had really rehearsed that, haven't um, you? Yeah. 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 No, it's but it's way true. To and he... <laughs> I've had to adapt to his lifestyle because if I didn't, I would live a life of a lot of frustration. Right. So, But then that related to time. So then... And then I obviously wanted to ask that question to all of you. Mm-hmm. And so I just... I look at time so differently because, like I said at the beginning... When you're little, time goes by so slow, and now time's going back so fast, and all of a sudden I have three to four weeks, and I'm gonna have a baby,
3: and then time Um, will start to blow by.
1: Yeah, and then time's gonna go by fast, so it's just like, what do you do with all that, and how? So back to Tony's point is living in the moment, like making sure that I'm not rushed to get my art out, I'm not rushed to, you know, make an income where. I feel like I'm not happy doing what I'm doing. Right.
3: You know, so... That being said, how do you then set goals? I do set goals.
1: (laughs) I do set goals, but not in the same way I set goals before. Because before, I was very much a check the thing off the list and, you know, move on. Now it's like a North Star. What's my North Star? My North Star is my family and my creativity. And my values are love, no, health first, then love, then creativity. And so everything I do, I want to, like, be around that. And that helps me not panic around time, where I've always in the past been like, where am I going to go? What's next? What milestone do I have to hit? And now it's like, I'm just always going to my North Star, and however long it takes me to get there is however long it takes me to get there.
0: So um, you and I had both shared this post that that art is um, it's everything, mm-hmm. everything we do. So just because you're not necessarily, you know, putting out the, you know, as painting paintings as many, as many as you want, you know, your blogs and stuff like that, you are art right now. Mm-hmm. Have being a mother and giving birth is art. Like this is your journey of art right now. Right. So even though you're not you know, because I, I know you were feeling a way where you're like, man, I just, you know, I was trying to ease your anxiety of, you know, you're like, you, you want, you were wanting to produce more, but you just felt like you didn't have the, you know, the push or the drive at the moment because pregnancy takes a toll oh, on your yeah. body. Remember, we, we kind of talked about like that. And you felt tired and you were feeling anxious about yeah. not producing it. And I feel like you felt, uh, to me, what I perceived it as, that you were wasting your time. Mm-hmm. And and I, and I tried to reassure you that what you were doing is already art. Creating a baby is part yeah. of it. Just because you're not painting. <laughs> Maybe, just, Maybe
2: the best <laughs> art
3: the picture yeah. ever. Yeah. Can art exactly. Dead, yeah. Just happen, because yeah. you're
0: not painting or you're not blogging <laughs> right now, taking care of yourself, like health, you said, is up here. Right. Taking care of yourself and and preparing your body to have this baby and everything that you have prepared for your birth plan, set up, you know everything how you want it to happen. That is all art. Like that's amazing. So, yeah, you know, I just was trying to reassure you. And I and I think that you were like, you're right. Like this, I I'm like, don't be so hard on yourself. You know, right. and and I know you're you're wanting to produce it, but it'll come. It will because right now you're you are creating the most amazing art, there is. And um, once she comes, then. then who knows too once she comes your blogging will be different your paintings could be different yeah. you know it could your whole life be different. yeah so it could be a could be a new it could be a new Yeah, different. your creativity yeah. could it could just yeah. expand a whole new awesome amazing artistic you know ability out of both of you
3: i think the drive though for well what's driving me to want to create so quickly so fast a like i said it's a threat to my time but b it's like you're also co- talking to two people who yeah we went and traveled and had some amazing experiences for two years but before that we were both heavily in corporate america where we're if we're not producing like that's what we did yeah. we're a numbers-based Sales. production this yeah. is how Rat i wheel, show that right, i'm producing yeah. Yeah. And so when, when you step into the life of an artist and you're no longer looking at it that way, you still have those demons where it's like, I'm, yeah. I need to get my numbers up. Yeah. yeah. Right.
0: Yeah. Yeah. You still have Tomorrow. those
3: in the back of your head.
0: Yeah. And I could tell that for Hannah and, and Hannah's it's always been a very, too, yeah, Hannah's always been a very, um, driven and competitive person. And, and if she's not competing, you know, in corporate America with sales and stuff like that, she's competing with herself into producing that and we just had a a really honest conversation about how she was honestly feeling about producing stuff and and i just you know wanted to ease her into that so you know this will this art is i I think it's just going to open your minds and you guys are going to create even more amazing stuff once she's here i agree with you. i just feel
1: like with time it's Time, you look at time differently now because it's like, I can't look at time the same as the way I looked at it when I was in the corporate world. Right. Like, it's just different. And then when you have conversations with people that are still in the corporate world, too, it's like, it's also difficult because you're like...
2: Well, you went to the other end of the spectrum. Yeah. Right? Time, like, you guys went right. from the <laughs> yeah. rat wheel
3: to, like, the to total to op- to like- offices. <laughs> yeah. Or in some places, Art's like, fit. they're known for... Take your time. Don't do anything. Take time to do right. nothing. Is what that's one place told us. Is like, like that's what they are not, like. Take sure, time yeah. to just do nothing. Be mindful just of the chill. moment. Right? Yeah. yeah. Like like, the river doesn't. Yeah. <laughs> but so on... many places that we were living were were like that, and yeah. it just it was so nice. It, and yeah.
2: Well, so I guess for me, I kind of to, to piggyback off of that topic of you know you guys' travel and you know obviously the topic of this conversation is death and you know we're we're kind of skating around the edge we'll of it there. but
1: we'll get there yeah yeah yeah, yeah. no
2: rush to get to the to the morbid but yeah. um we have time. i'm curious what you <laughs> two yeah what you guys <laughs> yeah. experience from being over there and like seeing other cultures and how they perceive death life all all that cycle versus america where oh, it's man. very stigmatized mm-hmm. obviously birth's not as bad anymore people aren't quite as worried about talking about that but mm-hmm. death I mean, it's like the 800-pound gorilla in the room that nobody wants to, you know...
3: I was going to bring that up when we started talking yeah. about so death. I'm like, immediately, I was... Like, when I was... Earlier, I was telling her, like, when I was in the shower, I was thinking about this podcast, too, and I was like, death? I was like, you can't even... You can't even begin to talk about people's perception of death unless you touch on religion and beliefs, because... Yeah. <laughs> because, like, <laughs> They're you can't all even, intertwined, right? You can't even... <laughs> like, you can't skate around that. Yeah. Because if you have a... a a religion and a belief that you're so clung to that believes in heaven or hell, yeah, you're going to be terrified of death. Which place am I going? If you have a belief that believes in reincarnation, I'm going to turn into something else. Now death is looked at as like, oh, cool, what's what am, next?
0: Yeah, what am I turning into? Exactly. Yeah. And
3: so you can't talk about perceptions of death without religion, and that has a huge factor on people's minds about death, I feel like. Yeah, absolutely.
0: Which will be kind of a, you know, our, our podcast, the point of them um, just because we were kind of talking about this, I know there's some podcasts that people have listened to and some that they haven't listened to um, because of our topics, but the whole point of our podcast are to talk about stuff like this that people don't, don't want to talk about, about um, and can listen to it and create their own thoughts and, and feelings about it, whether they agree with us or they don't agree with us. But just to start our own just, dialogue. Yeah, Even to start their yourself, own dialogue yeah. with right. themselves and how they perceive death and time. Um, so I just wanted to put that out there because I know there's just been, um, you know, we've had a lot of people who listen to a lot of our episodes, some that they haven't because of the topic of it to start out with. Um, and when we post this, I think that we will urge people, you know, I want people to listen. Obviously, if you don't, you don't. But um, it, it doesn't have to be morbid necessarily either. It's just so part of life. Right? It's just part of life, yeah. Yeah. obviously. I think one
1: of the places that I found life and death cycle so beautiful was Bali. And you could see a lot of it in their artwork, the mandala artwork where, like, there's no ending to the right. piece. And that's really the art that I'm, like, really into right now, into creating because, like Annie said in uh, our podcast, that death is not an ending. It's just a change. It's just a transition. Yeah. And so we were living with... um
2: What's the majority religion there? Is it Hindu.
1: Hindu. 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 Okay. In Thailand, it's no, Buddhism. No,
2: no, no. Oh, in oh, in Bali. Bali.
1: In no, Bali. in Bali. In Bali. In Indonesia,
3: it's yeah. Muslim. Yeah. Muslim. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's Muslim, yeah. It's yeah. definitely So different.
1: just Bali, it's um, mainly Hinduism. It's
3: like 90% Hindu. And like, But a Balinese version of Hinduism, not the same as right. Hindu. Yeah.
1: In India. But so they had, this family had like a statue of their father mm-hmm. in the middle of their family complex. Yeah. They had paintings of their father. Um, and they then put they put flowers on they, him every day. They put flowers on him day. every day. Like talk to like, him. like he's still there. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: Their he's, father, as in their, their, their past, their, 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 their real dad. Their real father. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Father father had had just passed. passed
1: like a okay. couple
3: years back. And, and so two, they have a full statue.
1: 2013 is when he died. Yes. Yeah, mm-hmm. a huge
3: statue. I'm talking like almost life size me Version in of him. stone. And they go and put flowers on him every day and they stand there and yeah. talk to him. It's beautiful.
0: Yeah. I. Okay, my sister's going to have to put a statue of me in her yard. <laughs> <laughs> I I I well, I'll get to my story on that, but you guys keep going. I, that's yeah, yeah. funny. I That's beautiful. Yeah.
1: Yeah, it's like this con and and they I don't know, it's just it, you don't die, you just transition. Right. Whether that means you ain't reincarnate or not, and no matter
0: what religion yeah. you believe in, yeah. It's a change no matter what. Mm-hmm. Right. It, right. It, it doesn't matter what you believe in, it is a change um, no matter which situation. Mm-hmm. Right, right. But
3: truly, nobody knows what happens. Yeah, it is a change that nobody knows what happens.
2: But but in their in their perspective, kind of back to the time piece, mm-hmm. we're so fixated on time and how much is left. It sounds to me like in that type of culture where you're talking about that, it's very, you know, they're not worried yeah. about Time that. is eternal not, yeah, at that yeah, point, right? Like, literally. They don't feel like it's racing or speeding up no, to them. Right. It's just part of the cycle and yeah. the way that you go through life, and it was already planned to be that way. Yeah, and that's
3: why it they say really take beautiful. your time when you do everything. Like enjoy yeah. this version of life. Yeah, and then go on to the next one. Take your time there. Enjoy that. Like just take your time. Be mindful. Be yeah. in every waking moment.
1: Yeah, I I really enjoyed their culture and in Thailand too, but it was more Thailand city Thailand. there, so it was harder to get in touch
3: Absurd. with we weren't, yeah. so, we weren't living so, like, and we also weren't living with like a... a An actual family. Yeah, family
2: yeah. there. Yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, so that's the perspective from, you know, the big world. That's... that's <laughs> nice. Yeah. I mean, talk a little bit, Tam, about how that same perspective, I think, you know, you guys had a religion uh, episode that I listened to and yeah. I thought it was really good. It's a hard conversation to you know really dig deep into and be super PC so I mean (laughs) right
0: yeah and that's the thing we I know a lot of people again back to the topic of people listening to our podcast I know um I think a lot of people want me to grasp on to God right now because that's what they believe in and and I'm grasping on to my own spirituality you know and so I hope that's well, I don't really care whether it's okay with everybody or not, to be honest. It's my own spirituality. And I, I don't um, feel like anyone should feel um, uh, any certain way about what they believe in. I, I love right. all... That's that's why we're humans, because we get to believe in whatever we want to believe in. Um, so, you know, death for me is exactly how I feel Annie described it in our our podcast. Is that that's what I'm believing is is, is is yeah. going to to happen? Is yeah. that, um, uh, you know, where where Jonah is, he he just changed. Annie Annie's son Jonah, who who died of cancer, um, I feel he is is still there. And ever since I've spoke to Annie, every time she talks about Jonah, I I can feel I'm not saying I feel his presence but I I feel his life through her like I I just sure. I feel that energy that she's talking about that
1: that It's like he's here. It's like he's yeah. here. It mm-hmm. is.
0: And so it just gives me great hope that you know when my change comes that um someone like Jonah is standing there and just looks at me and says see yeah, yeah. Probably yeah. about you know yeah. follow me
3: let me show you some cool stuff yeah. so that's yeah.
0: how I'm believing in it whether it's whether you know you know no matter what happens in this change for me it doesn't you know even if you believe in God um, when you go to the change or or the other side or heaven or hell or whatever people believe in you know, is there God even really even there where the change is? You know what I'm saying? Like he's that's my yeah, thing. Like I'm yeah. that's why I'm not grasping on to a God more, just a spiritual thing because, uh, you know, I truly believe it's just a different place that we go to, um, and 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 we're just it, it's just there and right. and and I I I'm I'm happy about it. I I don't know. Annie's episode just really opened my eyes to being okay with this and accepting it, um, especially if a, a child can go through that and not even prepare for yeah. it. You know, you just, yeah.
2: Well, it's, and it's funny cause we like try to own our, our verbal articulation of what God is. Right. You know, and that's kind of back to it. It's like, Oh, well, you know, whatever you want to call it and whatever you want to believe. I mean, again, why are we as human beings, so quick to judge you and, and again maybe some of it starts from when you were really young which i think kind of goes back to that like yeah. what what what's your feeling like you know being raised in western kansas and kind of partially catholic and you know mm-hmm. maybe not getting to a point where you there could be any spirituality that would give you comfort in death and and do you think that kind of played a role and then i think i'm just curious too, where in your life you kind of lost the first real important person i think you know, probably with your dad, and how did that re- how did that kind of impact that first religion you had, if you will, like when you were yeah. practicing Catholic, and did it make you feel better or worse that that was really a good story, if you will?
0: Yeah, yeah. I think back and I think about, um, I I think, I'm. It actually makes me angry when I think back and I think about my dad's um, death in the sense that because he killed himself, everyone mm. has this stigma that. My dad has went somewhere terrible.
3: Right.
0: So, it makes me so mad that... What's funny is, is over the years, like, people... They... It's like, my dad's death was not a big thing. Like, because he took his own life, and because he wasn't the best man, it was like, people were like... They look over it, whether you know, somebody else's death is, you're missing them and whatnot, and he just wasn't the greatest human being that he could could have been, and I know he could have been, but it just, it's hurtful to know that I don't feel that way. Just because he was this certain human, I truly believe that he's not in a bad place, and that I will see him again, and that when I do see him again, the first thing he will do is tell me how sorry he was. Um, so I, that, that was hard. And I think that's where the the first time that like the Catholic view that I grew up in was really questioned for me because I just remember him dying. And yes, we had the funeral and people were sad, but at the same time, it was almost like, like he his, deserved it. Yeah, like they didn't think his like, death counted
1: to be mourned yeah, because like, he did it know, to himself. Yeah, yeah, like
0: he didn't count and that that I shouldn't be mourning or that I should be happy that he's gone because he just wasn't, you know, the greatest person, that you know, of all times. And so it just, um, even to this day, I still feel that way. I still feel like people overlook it like the that I lost my dad, but like it shouldn't
2: be counted. Yeah. Like it shouldn't be counted because, because he, he, yeah.
0: he, he wasn't, yeah. yeah, because the way he left. And so, you know, that started me to question my Catholic beliefs. Um, just because the way people made me feel, um, and I just needed to suck it up because he chose this, you know? And however, in, in the same token, um, I, I, my grandma was very strict catholic and when my grandma died she i could tell that she was in touch with whoever her god was right i cool. truly saw this this cuz she devoted herself to her god right. and she was catholic She devoted herself, and I truly believe...
2: I wish we could just all start saying that. Yeah.
0: (laughs) Whoever this God was, but she devoted, and I truly believe when she was literally on her deathbed, she was repeating herself in Spanish that basically that it was okay, and she could, I mean, just her touch, in-touchness with him, or her, or whatever it may have been that she was in touch with, what she believed in, it was the most amazing thing to see, yeah. and that was a Catholic belief. But but she was so in tune with it right. that I I was so beautiful to see, and um and I believed in what she was believing in. It not that it was my belief. Does right. that right. make sense? Yeah. Like I believed yeah. in what she you didn't truly. Think it was fake. It was. You it, it was like, real. This is real. This is is real what is happening? So that's the thing. I think. We all have our own belief and it all can be true for each and every. Most likely
2: is true. So, so, so there
0: may be several different changes and places that we go and that we end up and, and it's whatever we believe in at the moment. So, and at the time and what we've really grasped onto. And so we, we may not all go to the same place, but I don't. I don't think that necessarily it may not even be a place. It may not even be a place. Right. Yeah. Um may not go yeah. anywhere. We don't like, spend this much
2: time trying to figure out where we came from, right? right. You know, yeah, right. Right. like what exactly. are the odds that we're going
0: right, right back exactly. to where we came from? Right. You know? And right. I think exactly. I exactly
2: I text you that one night. It's like, you know, when I finally came to the realization whatever happened before I was born. You know, I I can remember freakishly back to like when I was two. Some certain yeah, moments I in can. time, right? Like it's kind of crazy sometimes. Like that. I
0: can too, and it's weird how other people who can't remember, but I can I remember can. <laughs> back to when I was right. two years old, three years old. Um, I know my sister says she can't believe the things that I can yeah. remember. Sure, and and how little. I mean, I remember. I just it, it's but, crazy. but if that was
2: bad, right? Don't you think it too? We probably would still kind of remember of holy cow that was terrible right yeah. so yeah. whatever we came from and we then we were forced into this physical reincarnation of that or you know being plain spirit by whatever you want to call it to maybe. cover your 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 individual religion you know, I, I just have the feeling that it has to be something very similar that you're going back to again, you know. So it's either we keep
3: saying going back to though. What if you're not going back anywhere or somewhere we've never been? It's very going true. a place going to. The place you're going to. It could be back, it could be forward, it could be sideways. We've no idea. Yeah. It could be yeah. nowhere, it could be down, up. You don't know. Or it's nothing. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Or it's well. nothing,
3: or you could change into something else. Or it's nothing, and you go into the ground. I never know. I mean, well, the it's way it. that I was, uh, the way that I grew up it, as a Jehovah's Witness, like that's what we believed yeah. is uh, basically there was 144,000 people that would go and sit with God and Jesus in the heavens and help reign. Uh, the other believers will repopulate the earth, and they will be born again on the earth. Those who didn't believe, they will remain in the grave. There is no hell. There's no hellfire. You just, from dust you are, dust you shall return. Boom. Done.
2: Right.
3: And so it's like, there's a million different beliefs. Like, what?
1: On uh, Joe Rogan's podcast, he talks a lot about how maybe we're just redoing or we just keep coming back to redo <laughs> it. it. Like, what if that was the case? You know, like, oh, you
0: didn't do so well this <laughs> right. time. I redo- until, or... until
3: you get it right. Right.
0: You know? I, I mean, guess. I... I I, There's
3: a belief that believes it. Isn't I it?
0: do I Until do. Until you get it's it right, so you can't change and reincarnate into yeah, the next thing. It's, it's Buddhism.
3: To, yeah, you have to get it right, and mm-hmm. then you can change.
1: It's not so much get it right, but well, it
3: kind of is. And heart.
0: maybe yeah, 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 get all your old friends. Maybe, maybe you yourself. get to decide what you want to do, um and and you maybe you don't remember doing it or whatever, but because again, my spirituality is 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 that I believe in that change and that I'm gonna go somewhere else, but. I also feel like my dog is my dad reincarnated. So, well, I mean, that's because that's true.
1: <laughs> I've <laughs> seen your dog. I know.
0: And so it's it's so weird because I don't necessarily believe in reincarnation. I've never really thought about it, but I just specifically think my dog is my dad. And I know that is here's so thought. crazy. But I just it it it's it's weird. He's the, the craziest.
3: <laughs> so. What if it's not? Okay, here's the thought. If you think about it this way, what if it's not reincarnation? What if he is just inhabiting that animal for a time? Period.
0: Correct. That like, what isn't he, that way reincarnation. What if, is? No, not, no, no, no. What if he's what not if, actually oh, Yeah. he's what if, just floating, what if Frank and, was not you know, born like, my dad, but Exactly. The, his he's just energy,
3: inhabiting the, for now, all no, while, while like, you need it, I at like the time that you need idea. it, he is yeah. that person.
0: And then he'll then shift. Then he will
3: shift and yeah. get, like,
0: I I like that. I like that thought too. I I think I've just always said that um it's it's his green eyes that, that <laughs> look at me. Looks. The way he looks. The way he looks, it is. <laughs> how old were, and because my how dad was a you, dog person, too, away. there it, it would mm-hmm. not be crazy for him. You know, my dad, his the the biggest love that my dad had in this world, obviously, besides his kids, were dogs. He showed dogs. He, he took dogs to Westminster. He, you know... Um so he showed min pins okay. in, in Colorado when wow. he lived out there. Um I mean he had the number one show dog um in in the United States at one point. Oh my god. So And you were his favorite kid, so And, he and came I was here. his favorite kid. Um I know that's so bad to say, but my, my brothers and sisters say it too, so I don't feel bad for it. <laughs> Quick reminder. Um, they, they, yeah, they think that um that um I was his favorite. So yeah, I mean that it just all makes sense to me that that yeah. could be his energy, not necessarily like Jared said that he was re- reincarnated, but it could be his energy. That's for now. For now,
2: or while you need it.
3: While when I you, need when it. When you need it. Yeah, yeah.
0: You know, mm-hmm. exactly. Yeah.
2: yeah. So when, when did you say your dad? When did he pass away? When so my dad
0: um, died when I was 15. 15? I was a I was a freshman in high school. Um, yeah. When it happened, and he he killed himself um, like three days before my oldest brother's wedding. When, yeah, in December.
3: How old was your brother?
0: My brother, old um, my oldest brother is, um, I think he's 45 now. Um, so he's 10 years older than me. So that doesn't make sense. Maybe he's 46. I think he's 46. Um, sorry, <laughs> Justin. <laughs> Give me a little help there. Yeah. yeah. Um, so, yeah, I was 15. So my brother was about 25-ish. Okay. Um, and then um, my dad, I believe, was... Forty eight, I think, when he died. So that's crazy to think that my brother's almost his age mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. um when my when my dad died. So yeah. you lost your mother when you were a teenager too. So
1: was that was was that your first encounter with like a major loved one dying?
2: Uh I mean, other than like aunts or grandparents, yeah. yeah. I mean, I think it was somebody that was more or less in my head. Yeah unexpecting it, right? Right. You know. So yeah, I mean that's where, you know, it does definitely change your perception on life. And I think we had talked about this a little bit with you and your girls, Tim. You know, I think right, wrong, or indifferent, you know, I was a little bit more sheltered from my mom's cancer prior to her passing away. So for me, it was like I you know, I was really close with her twist to the very end. But then, like, at the very end, was not wanting to go to, like, the hospital. Just didn't want to, I think, accept. Mm-hmm. And I just wasn't even to the age where I could even understand some of these nuances, like we talk about, you know, getting back to that feeling of, you know, how close these two worlds are, parallels, or planes, <laughs> yeah, or whatever you want to make, right? Yeah. Yeah. How yeah. yeah. I was, I was 13, 13, and my little brother was 10. So, for me, it was really the teenage boy... Mentality way to do it, like I'm not gonna cry through this. Like my little brother sees me cry, it's just gonna make him cry. You know, and things are so much more dramatic
0: when you're a teenager too. So and you're so self absorbed. You are. You are so self absorbed. You You don't
3: control over your emotions or how to yeah even process. Yeah. 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 Yeah, it was.
0: It definitely. I I think about losing a parent now rather than than then and and the. I definitely look back and I'm just like, I also think that I was very selfish and, and just like everybody should just mourn this right now because I'm right. yeah. mourning, yeah. you know, you are. You're just so self-absorbed. Yeah. And, you know, I, don't don't get me wrong. I'm not saying every teenager is self-absorbed, but just I have a teenager and I, I know self, they're self-absorbed. <laughs> right. So Well, and I think um, that's where they just... And I do know yeah, I was.
2: They, You know, it, the ability to talk to another human about it, you know what I mean? And to have... You know, kind of back what we were talking about, just a more formalized relationship with death, I think, at the end of the day, is going to be really healthy for our society when we, you know, don't freak out a million podcasters because we're going to talk about death today and they're skipping over this episode to get to all the ones that are about self-improvement, right? And how you get to be a better person Mm -hmm. when Mm -hmm. the reality is, again, none of us are getting out of here, right? So, (laughs) you know, there's probably a million different ways that this could all end up and probably... Ways that we can't even verbalize or articulate as a human, which requires it to be a religion or a way that you could actually even perceive these things. I mean, mm-hmm. what about the wild chance that we're just not even smart enough to know anything about where we're going to go? What if this right? not even real? What yeah, if we're in the yeah. matrix? So I think yeah. you know that's yeah. hard because you're grasping for all those things when as you humans, lose a you parent. Want yeah, you want, you want, you, need want need you want those things, you know. So I think it's easy to either be angry with your your selected religion at that juncture. Mm-hmm. Or you're going to kind of go closer to it, I think. And you explained that, especially with your grandma, how that kind of brought you back. And I think for me, it definitely brought me back into, you know, more of a, you know, a Christian or Christianity, you know, believing in, you know, Jesus and that, you know, he's the, he's he's my personal Lord and Savior, you know, and that's going to be the thing. And again, I still really like that story, but I also realize there's a really good chance at this juncture that that's just what that is, right? You know. And well,
1: it's your verbiage right there. You're just calling it. A, you're calling it a story. It's mythology. It's how we. Mm. It's art. How we cope with things we don't know. Right. The answer to. Right. Cause we be, don't know if that's <laughs> real. Yeah. yeah.
0: Right.
3: But we don't know that it's not. Real. We don't know that it's not <laughs> real. <laughs> yeah. But
0: and that's the thing about belief too. When when people are so. Um, because I'm not in a religion or, 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 have a belief in a religion at this point in my life, I do feel like I'm a little bit more scattered when I, when, when I do feel that people, um, you know, like my grandma, her belief was so hardcore deep into that. I'm okay with that. And, and, and in her mind, this is what was going to happen. You right. know, for me, I am all over the place. I'm, I'm not sure um I do think you know there it's a change I I do think I don't think it as morbid I don't think it as um a scary place or anything like that but but then when I look at my grandma's situation and how she was so deeply devoted to the you know uh, the catholic religion um I think that was a beautiful thing to see too um because right. Um, it's like she had a place to go. She had yeah. a like, place I to go. know this is happening. I
1: prepared. For yeah, it. she's prepared for, it. Yeah. It. and I and I'm
0: okay with that too yeah. because in her mind, this is where she's going. Yeah, she's yeah, she's made up, yeah, oh, she's, right. yeah, she's made up her mind. Yeah. So you need to reach me. So I, I I also agree with that in the sense that 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 made her closure, right. you know, for for here on earth with us, um really well. And I I kind of envy that in the sense that maybe I. You know, I'm. I'm not saying I need to find a religion. I'm not saying I I need to figure it out, and I I, pro- I probably won't. But I do envy a little bit how in touch she was, just because she was so certain where she was going. Um, it. Um, I I kind of want that feeling a little bit, maybe. But I'm. I'm not gonna like freak myself out about it or, or anything like that. But right. I just, it was just amazing to see. Yeah.
2: Yeah. What about like the you, Hannah. Power of faith that you saw.
0: Yes. About
1: me, what? First,
2: first experience. Yes, it was very raw.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: First experience with um, death, I guess, that kind of
1: oh changed was,
2: your, your perception and maybe how that's came to this point.
1: I don't know if it changed my perception, but the first death that affected me was my great-grandfather. I was telling Jared when we were driving here from Kansas City that I was eight years old and he was in his eighties and he would always pick me up and... He would, um, he was just a really great, great, he was a great, great grandfather. <laughs> <laughs> a great man. He was a great man. And to me, and just when he died, I was so sad. And just to know at eight years old, I'm like, I don't, he's going in the ground. What does this mean? Like, right. And then, and then, and then adults trying to explain it to you or soften it down for you. Right. And I guess that's kind of like things I think about is like, what do you tell people that haven't developed a, not a religion, but not a, that don't have the concepts of where do I go with this? Like, what do you tell the 13 year old and 13 year old Tony and Tamara about where their dad's going or where or their mom's going? Like when they haven't even had a chance to develop what they think about life yet. And like, oh, wh- you
3: tell them whatever you believe in. It's yeah, right. It's right. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah, but right. so I'm vacuum like, of
2: that yeah. religion that you've
3: been. But that's tough in though, yeah. right?
1: Because like, that yeah. doesn't like, for most you people it's f- not
2: though.
3: But and that, that for is me, what for I'm me. thinking right. about
1: yeah. is like, that's, what do you tell your kids? And, yeah, and what do you tell people that? How do you reconcile it for them? But you can't reconcile it for them, so it it's difficult because it's a child. You don't want them to suffer, but suffering's part of life, and you know how do we? is this an opportunity to teach them is it an opportunity for them to yeah. i don't know like do they go to therapy do they go to religion do i mean what happens mm-hmm. then
0: No I agree cuz I'm 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 more scared for, for my children yeah. for my girls when I die than myself when mm-hmm. I die Um the the thought that they don't have a belief right now because I I haven't
1: you don't practice. A I don't religion. practice a
0: certain religion, um, and and still don't. That I'm still trying to figure it out myself, and and Elliot doesn't either. Yeah. Um, however, I I do think just our love itself is, and their their the love that they are surrounded by is enough. To get them through that. that It doesn't necessarily have to be religion, but I am comforted by that, that the amount of people who are going to love the shit out of my girls, mm-hmm. I don't yeah. think they necessarily have to have a religion or a spiritual belief, but as long as that they are given the resources to to express their feelings right. and, and talk about whatever they want to talk about or or where they think that I went or whatever it may be, mm-hmm. I am, you know, comforted by that. Um, I did want to touch real quick on, you know, you were talking about how your great-grandfather going to the ground. I weirdly am more scared because of my claustrophobia that I have of whether I am deciding to be cremated or be put in a box because mm-hmm. I can't even get an MRI without... You can't even go
1: to a float tank. I can't go to <laughs> a yeah, yeah, that's why I, I was giggling it's, over
0: it's, here, yeah. To, to be lighthearted on this situation, like, that is more of my worry, whether yeah. I'm... Like I I I weirdly think that I should be cremated, and why I think that is because when I was five years old I fell on a campfire, mm-hmm. yeah. and for some reason that has tagged me that maybe that is something that I I can handle rather than being put in a box. Um, not that my body will even feel it; I don't even know. But just that my claustrophobia is so bad; it is the weirdest yeah. thing that that I can go through being stuck needle by needle and surgery and whatever it may be, but I cannot be put in a confined space. Hmm. Um, and so that is the biggest worry I've been having is what I'm going to do with my body. <laughs> I'd like to be cremated and yeah. spread. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I don't I think know I'm, I'm going to have to because that. the thought yeah. of my body being in a box is If it freaks I don't you out now, like game. you don't
3: know what's going to happen like it, i get what you're saying you know, so say but you don't want to freak close. what might it's, happen to you next time it's cold exactly. down there too i know now, like... makes... i
0: know not only my box but you just put me 6 feet under the ground yeah. and in a
3: box by myself in
0: a box by myself and yeah. i mean yeah. and i can't even be in an mri machine no yeah, yeah. Mm.
2: <laughs> Yeah. yeah, I mean, back to the float tank, because we were talking about that. I think, mm-hmm. you know, that's a good place to kind of work out some of those. Oh, yes, those. it is. I, I, that's always yeah, something sure.
0: that I've wanted to tackle, and I've I and i I, 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 totally made a, I made a I made an Instagram go post go about you. it, is that I want to, weekend. before I die, that, that is something that I want to tackle, is my claustrophobia. We should go tomorrow. That would definitely help. We should go to a
2: float tank tomorrow with you. Because <laughs> then it's <laughs> just perceived claustrophobia, and I'm not claustrophobic, but I've got moments in there where I'm like, Dude, you're on 12 inches of salt. You're not going to drown. Like, oh stop you trying just, to sit Just up. put like, your hand up. You can open yeah, the lid. Yeah, like you're in a big room, but your brain's trying to tell you, no, man.
0: Like, you're so And look at the <laughs> sauna. Yeah. I mean, I have here. a brand new sauna. I've only used it once. At least it has a glass And door. it's supposed to mm. alleviate, you know, chemotherapy. And the fact that I have not utilized it like I should be. Is because I'm looking at it and yeah. all I pure all stress. I all I have is pure stress in my mind, even yeah, though it's supposed helpful. to be yeah. a, a stress it's alleviating expensive. thing. Yeah, it's supposed to alleviate your anxiety, and I'm just staring at that sauna like that's a death trap, yeah. you know? Jeez, so it is. Claustrophobia is something that I'm going to tackle before I die for sure. I'm going to figure out. I don't <laughs> know how, but I got to. Yeah, I mean, I think it's a lot too. Kind of like back to pugs. that. Mm, like,
1: nah. like you, I, you know what? <laughs> do you want me to put you in a sleeping
0: bag and shut the thing? Oh my god! Yeah. My brother used to oh, do I that to me. Yeah, that's Yeah,
1: that's
3: my
0: trial. No, yeah. what's funny <laughs> is is I love snuggling my girls. I love you know none of that bothers yeah. me. Like mm-hmm. it's that kind of stuff is okay. Um, it's like the box, being in a box, it being yeah. in a box, being confined space, being without anybody being able to grab on to me and get me and yeah.
2: Yeah. Getting care
0: covered. Talk about confined space. That baby. She got me just on my bladder.
1: Well, we were talking about um, religion and children and beliefs and like growing up. I think about that a ton with our baby because I'm like, what does that look like for us? Right? expose
3: her to all of them or just teach her about it and yeah. show her what the belief systems are of the world whether she chooses one is up to her but you can say these are what the people in the world believe so that she's open minded to everybody that she comes across
1: I totally get that but at home like, is there structure of like what of, we like, are that's that's what I was trying to say
0: about yeah, the girl. that's what I'm thinking no. is when that, you said that. I, I, you for think a while holidays. I felt bad yeah. but at the same time I don't think it's necessarily the right time necessarily to you. I've given because I was given the belief of Catholicism, and then all of a sudden I'm like in shock mm-hmm. of how again with my dad's death mm-hmm. that that he was in hell. Yeah, and and in my mind I was like, I don't think so. You're <laughs> not getting. You're not telling me that's where my dad went yeah. and yeah and stuff like that. So so for me. I I am okay with with my girls not growing up with a certain belief and that they will make their their own choice when it is time and when their minds have have grown to be an adult mind and they can decide that. Now, I know a lot of people are going to disagree with that, and that's okay. I'm okay with... I'm not saying I'm not okay with you raising your kid with a certain belief. That is not what I'm saying. Mm -hmm. Just for me and how I grew up and how I felt um, with with my religion and how it was slammed in my face um, with my dad's death. um, I'm okay with raising my kids, not having you know, just, just loving the hell out of my kids is, is my, my way to raise them. Right. And, and they'll figure it out um, when, when their minds are developed enough to, to, to decide what they want to, and I don't even care what it may be. They could be Catholic and, and I'm going to accept them if no matter what religion they decide on. Have Mm -hmm. you
3: experienced, Now, is that something that you're just, that you're, that you, okay, let me phrase this right. Is that something that you're, you say to us, but you sit back and let happen with your girls, what you just said, or do you express that to them?
0: So I express that. are you sitting
3: back and just watching and letting them, and just seeing?
0: Yeah. So, so I have, I have talked to them about it, um, a little bit, not a ton, but like for certain, like Certain instances, like um, Emma has went with um, several friends of ours to their um, their kids' groups that they go to at some of their churches mm-hmm. um, lately, and she has done it over the last couple of years, and she loves going and doing that stuff. So even though I don't, I allow her to go cool. with, yeah, cool. with those friends and those families, even though I am not part of that church. Um, I'm okay with her going to experiencing those things, exposure, Exposure, Mm -hmm. um, since I can't give it to her because that's not where I'm at. I'm okay with her exposing herself in that way. So, so yes, I've talked to him about a little bit, but more so just allowing them, you know, if, if Alex were to come to say, I want to go do this mom, I will let her do it. And so, you know, in, in the sense of any religion, it may be going with friends to a certain church Um, Alex actually did go to, um, when she dated another boy um, a couple years ago, she went to a Catholic church Um, it was a Hispanic church and um, so she went with them Mm -hmm. um, a couple of Sundays and and again, I was okay with that. I'm okay with whatever they want to go do so that they can find themselves. So I think that's that's how I'm showing them. Mm -hmm. We're not necessarily having deep conversations about it um, but I am allowing them to go experience that and and I, I love what they're getting out of it and and they're finding themselves and mm-hmm. um and I and I am very I cherish that that friends reach out and ask to take them too like mm-hmm. I'm I'm okay with that too like that's that's awesome to me knowing that they know that I'm not in that place and they'll they'll step in and maybe take take over letting them experience those things. Yeah.
2: Do you get a feeling like they get some amount of comfort out of possibly exploring this because of your current situation? Like in, again, uh, hoping that they can find very similar to the precipice that was for you finding religion, you know, with your grandma and your dad. and
0: Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I don't know. Um, maybe I've okay. needed to get deeper with them, but I don't because um, I try to keep it as lighthearted as possible. Right. And I know you said that before. However, I, I don't want them to be slammed with my death either. Mm-hmm. You know, right. that kind of scares me too that they don't have something necessarily to grasp onto. Right. Um, which is why having the loved ones surrounding them, and you know, my mom's belief is similar to my grandma's in the sense of God, and I, th- I think there will be several opinions given to my children, but they still have to find their own opinion. Um, but but I think it's not necessarily a religion that they need to have or a belief of where I've went. It's just being surrounded by loved ones what I, is what I think will help get them through that. So that's, I'm taking that in as my comfort zone when I die that even though, you know, I haven't helped them, you know, because I can't even explain my death itself. Like I don't even, right. like I'm trying to like even just handle myself and I think right. it's better that I just be in a healthy mind for them. And they can, they know they can talk to me about anything. And I do think that that is the, just the best thing that I've given them is that they can say anything to me and, um, and know that I'm here for them. So I think we just, we haven't went down that path and I I don't necessarily think that I necessarily need to, Right. um, They've been. The good thing is, is they've slowly seen this journey over a long period of time, and it has. It just. It didn't just like.
3: It's not all of a sudden. It's
0: not all of a sudden. Yeah. Yeah. And so I'm hoping, you know, as the progression goes, they kind of see it. And again, they might have
1: more questions like now that your head's yes. shaved and your hair is exactly. falling out yes. now it's like whoa i see a visual representation of what death might be right. yes so maybe does, i should yeah. talk to my mom about what i should do or talk to talk to my aunt or talk to talk my talk grandma to talk to someone yes. Yes. i was yes. going to
3: ask you too cuz i've never really like asked you this but like what have you what do those deep conversations or what has your conversations with your daughter around that subject doctors around that subject been like like what yeah. What, what do? You, how do you approach it with them?
0: Well, I just ask them, like, um, you know, I I start with as simple as, you know, what do you think about, you know, my head being shaved? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And they're like, they're like, I think it's cool, <laughs> and, and you, you look really good, and you, and and some I wonder, I'm like, are they? They're so sweet. Like, are you saying this just to, <laughs> you know, um, to make me feel better? Either way. Um, they get a lot of love and, um, from their friend's parents who, who will say, you know, your mom's so strong. And I, I really think that the people surrounding me are giving them that, that buildup of, of, of and, and, it, and it helps them. They're like, wow, my mom is like super woman. Like, mm-hmm. And all the things that she she does and goes through and everything is like, like I, I feel like they're they are just in awe of me, and I, I, I love that, which and is great because most kids at that age
1: do not <laughs> right, their parents and right, and, and don't, don't get me wrong, they they still
0: they still are a little bit, I'm sure, you know, yeah, they yeah. they are still fairly self absorbed, and I want them to have that. Right. I don't mm-hmm. want everything to it's be about my out. cancer,
3: yeah, exactly. Like yeah.
0: I, and so I try to be, you know, I I think the roughest time has been. Lately me sleeping a lot mm-hmm. and you know um the girls are like, What's for dinner? And I'm like, I have no idea. <laughs> yeah. I, I have n- I have no clue, <laughs> you know. And and so I, I think that for them they see it, but they have been they're they're very helpful. But then they're still, you know, I'm like
2: teenagers. They're still teenagers right, yeah. and
0: I'm like, Why are your grades this way? Or why are you doing this? Like yeah, or, they're, still or, normal, yeah they're still normal. Yeah, they're still normal, and and I think it's because of the progression. Mm-hmm. They, I'm, I've been lucky to have a progression of the cancer, um, but it is really a lot more real for them. With my head shaved, yeah, it's yeah. a, it's a lot more real for a lot of people. It's a visual representation. It is it a visual? It is. And and you're a pretty the funny,
2: healthy sick person. I am that, a very healthy a, sick I mean? person. Like, yeah, you look and, good. For and, and, exactly. and I'm,
0: I'm just as healthy as I was two years ago but when I got the hair. cancer right. mm-hmm. I just don't have hair right. and and I the fact of the matter is is I, I hate that all of a sudden mm. people just now think I have cancer I've had cancer for two and a half years
1: longer than that
0: I no, well no, I've no. had I, I had can, I've probably had it for four years but I was diagnosed with metastatic breast cancer two and a half years ago um, so you kind of came
2: back, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like pretty much. Yeah. So four years ago yeah. I
0: had, yeah. you know, stage three yeah. had surgery. Supposedly it went away at that point. We never even did a CT scan. So I don't know how long it's been there, but we found it that it moved to my bones two and a half years ago. So I was just as bad them as I am now. Yes, it's moved to my liver, but it's been spread throughout my bones for two and a half years. Mm-hmm. And and just because I didn't look like a cancer patient and I was right. working out like a strong person, people just didn't think yeah. to really, they understand it. I don't really think they believed that I had cancer or that, or that it, they still thought that it, that it was curable, it was curable it was. or it wasn't as serious mm-hmm. as it was. Cause it you
3: look like, like you said, like, right, exactly. Day, like, and, nothing and that's
0: fine. I'm not like punishing people or mad at people. I just. It's funny how people react when when you look more like a cancer patient. That you're probably getting more people reaching out right now because
1: you posted pictures of your head shaved. And yes, maybe more people are like, "Oh wow, this is real." Not that they think it's real. It's just like now I. I it's well, like, it's when you see what you believe. That so you, much, yeah. right? Like maybe they don't want to talk worse. about it. Well, like, and that's it's maybe like the they think
3: it's gotten worse, really too. Right, and it has gotten a little
0: worse. It, I will say that. It, like I said, it has moved in my organs, which is more dangerous than it being in just in my bones that it was. Um, but, you know, like, just for an example, when I did um, Alex's um, softball team had a, um, had a breast cancer awareness game and my speech was basically on making everybody aware that, you know, cancer patients can look just like everyone every single day. And, 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 and I think that, you know, we, we actually had, unfortunately, some people, you know, in, that, that Alex, you know, went to school with, you know, say some mean things to her um, about my cancer. And that, one, either I was lying or, two, that it wasn't true or that, if I was really sick and it came back, I wouldn't look like I, I do or I wouldn't be working <laughs> out like I do. Mm. And so it, it, it made me happy that I could share my voice during her softball game um, to let everybody know that just because I don't look like a cancer patient doesn't mean that I'm not going through this and that my, mm. my daughter and my children are not going through this. You know, Again, I don't care that I'm going through it. I don't want my children to be affected by it and people saying stuff like that. So, yeah. So yeah, um, so yeah well, you, it's, everyone it's walks like,
1: around with something.
0: Yeah, and so you should treat everyone like they're walking around with something,
1: right? Like just like you're walking around with cancer, and so now now that you have a shaved head, I'll be nicer to you. Yes, like, we shouldn't be like that, right? Should, exactly. Everyone's or that something. they'll be nicer
0: to my children now that I have a shaved head. Right. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Um, and I just hate that, that they were literally being bullied over. Yeah. You know, something like that. Some of that's so. just the
2: stigma, too, you know? I mean, that's what we get back to. It's just people don't deal with death. Right. Well at all in our Western culture, right? Because you got to
1: think of the beliefs. Yeah, back yeah. to the beginning.
2: Yeah. We're like, I think it's, you know, in, in India where they carry the body to the Ganges, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. And it's mm-hmm. like a celebration, a cel- right? Yeah. With yeah. You know? yeah. And
1: like, they we're all talking
2: about this. Like it's you know such a terrible.
1: In the Philippines too, funerals, they do like Think a about parade. funerals
3: here. Everybody, it's very like silent. It's very <laughs> yeah.
1: Like, it's black. Mom. Like, it's it's, yeah. <laughs>
3: it's all black. It's like it's mum, and yeah. like in Bali, everyone wears white. Yeah. In the, the Philippines singing. too, they all wear in, white. In the they have they're singing. A, a, they have a whole yeah. procession yeah. as if you're in New Orleans. Yeah, yeah. you know, like it's. I feel like it's that's like a first start, Dan. Yeah. You know, like, I,
0: I will. I we'll will. Definitely definitely an all white party. I definitely don't the want black at my funeral. I definitely don't want. We'll be serving yeah, rose and dreariness. Tino so- Noir. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. There definitely will be wine there for sure. <laughs> and I might even have a wine glass, but um, that's you definitely that should. But I. We'll put uh, some well. ashes in the wine glass. yeah. <laughs> put some of my ashes. Tupac maybe style. maybe I uh, will be. I don't yeah. know. I told my sister one day. I was like, I just don't want my body to be gone necessarily, and and you should like put it in this glass box <laughs> to where you can see me, but it's got to be the size of the living room. And she's like. Where so, I, I just got to build, like, a building that I can stick your... I was like, yes. You yeah. like, roses every yeah. day. Because yes. you know, so, I love We're being in, to, in yeah. bed. You day. Day. So I
3: talk to you. Yeah. 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 yeah.
0: So, and she's like, oh, my gosh, this is a big task. Like, I was like, I'm sorry. Yes, I'm creating like this. <laughs> I'm being
2: a little too extra.
3: <laughs> right I'm
0: now. being yeah. extra right now. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I got to feel like that's definitely, like, brought you an extra level of understanding with that because... I say all these things about, like, I feel like I'm good with it, but then I also have not planned my own funeral, li- literally. Right. Yeah, right? Exactly. Like, And
0: I have talked about it. I've, I've talked about the song that I want to play. You know, my... I know all my girlfriends are... And my sister are like slowly taking notes when I say things. That, right. What like, song do you like Even my want girlfriend Lori, <laughs> just, anytime I say something, and she'll want to remember it. She'll get out her phone and put it in there. A little note. Oh yeah, she has all kinds of notes about me, and you know yeah. what I want to happen, and, and this and that. So, um, yeah, Maybe I mean, I think fiesta. about yeah, for sure. We're going to have Mexican, we're, we, I'm, Yeah, we there. Have, yeah we're we having go. Mexican Because you will be there. I'm going to listen to this podcast. party. You
3: will be there whether you are friends that time. We're having Mexican time,
0: food <laughs> and, exactly, yeah.
2: <laughs> well, once we all feel that way, I think that's, like, we're in the right spot, right? Like, exactly. you will yeah. be, you know, you and it's there. like, I think having that stigma with someone who grew up, you know, grew up in that situation where, again, I didn't have that relationship with that plane. To now where I'm in, and I think about things like dreams all the time, man. Like dreams, yeah.
1: like I'm
2: trying to, you know, I know that's my subconscious.
1: But brain. How do you that two? should be
3: another topic because I've read so much on it, and we try right? to interpret our dreams to mean more than they actually really are. But I, I feel just say that that's, did a, did whole that. I that's a whole different. Cool I to people
2: that I've lost now in my dreams than I did when I was. But didn't you
0: have a certain... What that. was okay. your religion growing a up? Christian, Christian, yeah. like Christian, yeah. I thought you were did very... You, you guys were very heavily Christian, weren't you? Yeah. Super,
2: yeah. I mean, definitely. It, no, we just went to Christ, Christian churches, but we even had church at home a lot. Like, yes. Because oh, wow. my parents didn't believe that they could really find a great...
0: Hmm. Christian church, yes. I in, knew you guys were definitely area, right? very so, religious. You guys, like, reading, studying the
3: Bible and reading it, or like, what were you doing? Like, uh, what did you, you do? What did it look def- like?
2: Oh, definitely. Like my mom played the guitar, so she would like you know do like worship music, and then my dad would just read like a a section of the Bible or whatever, you know. And I think discuss discuss that, that, you know. So I mean, I think, I think all that certainly helped equip that some, but again, it was like not having that relationship with it, you know, where it's almost celebrated in some ways, or again, where it's just like. Oh, damn, I'm still going to talk to you. Like, I've been telling you about this reoccurring dream I have that maybe it's not a dream at all, right? Maybe yeah. me, you, in this neighborhood that, yeah, you know, for those of you who are listening, me and Tamara grew up next to each other. So Like,
0: next door. Like, yeah. houses next to each other.
2: So, I have this reoccurring dream all the time now that's me and her and her sister and her brother and we're all in a place that's set up like our neighborhood, but it's not our neighborhood. So <laughs> typical
0: of a dream. Yeah, you know,
2: of a dream. Out. But I'm just always just like, you know, well maybe it's a it's another it's another life. And that know? was a
0: very happy time in my life. Like yeah. my dad was still living with us and um and it was it was adamant that we were outside of the house a lot just because my dad was in a bad mood a lot of the times. Like I think his depression now that I look back, I know that right. his moods that he was in, he was just depressed. Like right. he was a depressed man and then as a child, I didn't know that. I just thought that My dad's grouchy, we got to My go dad's outside. grouchy, we got to go outside. So we lived outside, yeah. and Tony and I, like, we made forts together. We rode each other's bikes. I mean...
2: <laughs> she was my first wife in the
0: game. I, was, know, like, I was, yeah, yeah. She was... I was his my wife. wife Scott, sure. Scott and Charlie were our kids. Yeah. I mean, we used to jump on the trampoline together. I mean, you name it. I mean, Tony and I were outside, and, and, and Scott and Charlie were with us. I mean, yeah. we rode bikes, and I just remember riding down the street, and the wind in our hair, and just so... I mean,
1: yeah.
0: it was just, that was probably some of the happiest time in my life is just being outside and just, I mean, God, we were dirty right. and just, you know, <laughs> the rolled around in the dirt, no right. shoes on, like cuts and scrapes and bruises. And I just remember being, running inside at the end of the night when my mom was, you know, whistled and yelled, Tamara, Charlie, Faye, time to come in. Yep. And
2: little banana bike oh, yeah, yeah you had mm-hmm. yeah. yeah i mean and Growing it's just kids in the 90s yeah,
3: yeah. being yeah. outside oh, all yes. the time so on your bikes all the time yeah. like with your buddies yeah. building forts not playing Fortnite, building, building forts like yeah. doing cool stuff yeah. Like, yeah
2: oh that was that was awesome yeah i'm curious just on you know you made a comment earlier and just how that religion which is i mean again trying to be PC as I can be, can be, you know, religion. that's very, that's very constricted. Oh yeah. That is the strict what's interpretation. What's and then how is that now spring forward to what you guys yeah. are talking about? Have you swung that pendulum the other way, which is pretty common?
3: Uh, well, I mean, I I swung that pendulum even before traveling, before meeting Hannah. Like I kind of swung that pendulum even going into college. I wasn't like on the planes and having a relationship with the planes and knowing all that, but it's just like, I kind of left that religion based on who I was and what I was doing as a person. Like, they don't approve, basically, of me. So why am I going to fight so hard to be in this religion and have them approve of me? Yeah. Because in my religion, um, being I keep saying my religion, in my religion growing up as a Jehovah's Witness, if I were to have long hair like I do now, um, and I was baptized, that would be an issue. I would most likely be disfellowshipped, where if you are disfellowshipped in this religion you can still attend what we call the meetings at the Kingdom Hall, which is typically two to three times a week. You can still attend but no one can speak to you. Damn. And not even your immediate not even your family. Like and so I've gone through this where my brother has been disfellowshipped and my mother sometimes won't speak to him. Even like outside the Kingdom Hall and it's like are you like this is Yeah. And it's you know like or like let's say smoking weed. That would be a problem. That'd be an issue. You know, you don't even really drink alcohol to excess if you're a Jehovah's Witness. So again, if I was baptized and I'm doing what I'm doing, I'd be disfellowshipped. So it's like, what is the point? Right. And so, yeah, growing up in that religion, I used to go door to door like you see in the movies. I used to knock on doors, hey, and like present these magazines and articles and do all this stuff. But then there came a point where it was like going to college and I just stopped like believing... I started, as I met more people, as I educated myself more, I'm like, I can't possibly think that everyone who I've met, like, you guys are all good people. None of you are Jehovah's Witnesses. I cannot possibly think that when you die, you're not going to make it into this new system because you're not the religion that I am. It's like, no, I can't. Yeah. Like, come on. And so, to this day, I still have conversations with my mother when I go home and I just kind of ask her about different things and... I remember asking her actually recently being home with the legalization of marijuana. I'm like, wow, so the reason that the religion is against it is because it's an illegal drug. What happens now that it's legal, would they still have a problem with people doing it now that it's no longer a crime that I'm committing? What is, like, you know, and just different things. I always have these conversations with her, more than just that, but it's like, Nowadays, I'm no longer... I don't believe that. I, I have too open right. I'm too open-minded. I've seen too much. I've I've seen too much. Yeah. I can't. <laughs> like, I can't go back.
2: Well, there's a lot of people that are going to get fire and brimstone. Well, no, 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 because we don't believe in hellfire. Well, that's at least... Don't I guess, believe like, in hellfire. Outside. You just go to yeah. the earth
3: and dust you are, dust you return, and that's it. Yeah. But it's like, I've seen too much to, to truly believe that.
1: What I find interesting about your path is you are removed from it, but... Because you were so ingrained in it as a teenager, you do
0: reference Always your language, my, yeah. my religion, or yes, my, yeah. we, or this is mm-hmm. what we. I, I I do too. Do tribalism, right? Yeah. Yeah. It I, is. I it, really like is. it really is. It's it's my tribe. It really is. My tribe. That's my people. I do too a little bit. I think Catholicism with Catholicism, yeah, Catholicism? The, with calo- Catholicism, yeah. And because it's been I was because I was baptized. I went through Eucharist. I went mm. through Confirmation. Mm. So you know, I did all that. So I, I I do tend to still feel like I say my religion exactly. and whatnot, even though I haven't practiced that since I was a teenager. So. I think it's habit, maybe. And I was actually
3: never baptized, and that was a big conversation that my mother and I would talk about, especially through the college years. Like my brother did get baptized, and but then he got disfellowshipped. You know what I'm saying? So I'm like, why would I do that? This is the conversation I have with my mom. Why would I put myself through this? Think about this. My brother's name is Brian. It's like me and Brian are both. We almost have identical behavior of what we're doing. But if we both go to the kingdom hall,
1: they talk to They Jared. can all talk
3: to me cuz I'm not baptized, yeah. but they can't talk to him and he is. I'm like, that's how do you not see the hypocrisy in that? I was like, that's messed up. And so, one I've never gotten baptized, and so that was a big thing, you know, with my mother saying, "If you were to go tomorrow, like if I was to die tomorrow," like you wouldn't be saved you're but not but in her perspective religion.
1: how scary is that like my exactly. son's not going with me like, Exactly. in her pres- that's how i try to reconcile her devoutness is like she's thinking she's like your grandma like she like is grandmother. exactly like your grandmother my son's yeah not even be in with these, me.
3: even with conversations we have if i like show her a point like an actual fact it's like blind faith like i don't care that right doesn't yeah. fake news like,
0: Right. it's right. like yeah. And I, and I'm okay, I'm actually I'm but it's totally it's okay I am totally okay with her too. with her religion and and it is, um, what she is believing in and and she she will go to her God that is her God absolutely you know as hey, long well, no, no, as
3: but, but no the problem the same is one exactly one, like, like, yeah, yeah but <laughs> the problem like the problem and I was fine with the two but the problem is every time we would talk especially like I said in the college years and right after. Every, on the phone, in in the letter she'd write me, it was always, can't wait for you to come back to the kingdom home and get baptized. Like, that always, and I'm like, it would cause, like, you know, conflict, because I'm like, look, it ain't happening, and it would cause anger, and like, it's like, fights like, this isn't worth it, why? So nowadays, when we talk about it, it's just like, just catching up, just asking questions. She understands at this point, like, he's not doing that, and it's okay with me, I'm I'm at peace with it. She may not be at peace with it, but she actually isn't at peace with it. She still tries and she still sends me magazines and watchtowers and here's the latest daily text for the year read your scriptures every day you know but yeah. it's like
1: but my mom okay so my mom's a catholic but I call it filipino catholic it's not the same they have some
2: strong catholic yeah, but it's catholic it's kind of like
1: right um I think there's a million of yeah. there's animism in it and there's um uh it's I don't want to say hocus pocus, but it's kind it's more um It's Uh, What's the word? Superstitious? Yes. Yes. Then, like, Catholicism really... Catholicism isn't superstitious. You're right, not at all. Not in the least Not at all. But theirs is, and so when she would talk to us about it, like, she would make me feel like my dad might not go to the same place we're going to go when we die. Because, like, she's, like, she was raising us as Catholic, and so, and then she... My dad wasn't Catholic and he didn't go to church, so she made it seem like yeah. how your same mom. Same in my family too. Yeah, my dad my didn't go,
3: so same thing. Yeah, yeah,
1: so I always, when I was a kid, I was like struggling with like, when we die, dad's so gonna dad's not going to be there. Yep.
0: Yeah. Yeah. yeah, so yep. that was
1: that was yep. really hard for me, and I remember thinking about that a lot, like God. I would like him That's to hard. be with us. Yeah, yeah. What do we do <laughs> yeah. to change that? Yeah, like like,
0: dad to, come to, come to the church. Calm, right? Yeah, That's it would be cool is, for yeah. him to come with us when we all go. Right. Like, you know. Yeah. Yeah. I I I feel like I thought about that, but my dad was also an outcast from our family just to begin with, just because of how he was as a human. But, but I I definitely was like, I just don't understand why my dad doesn't come. <laughs> this is kind of weird. Like we go with my grandma and all of us kids, and we got to get dressed up, and I got to wear these damn pantyhose and. Yep. And why does my dad have to come? He gets, sits, he gets on, sits on the couch Sunday, and watches yeah. someday football and eat his ice cream. And we come back, and we're, I'm still pissed that I was rolling around in the pews, scratching my legs, legs. with my freaking pantyhose. Yeah. <laughs> like, I just want to stay back with Dad. Yeah, like, I know. That seems way better of a time than sitting in these pews, like... Yeah. You know, Listen stand up, way. sit down, kneel, stand up, sit down, kneel. All I wanted to do was go through my grandma's purse and get her change out <laughs> so I could put it in the change bucket. Yeah, you know, some the, of those candies money.
2: with the watermelons.
0: Yeah. What every
3: grandma has in her purse. Yes, uh,
0: yeah. So
2: I think it's safe to say definitely religion and death. That that you, you, you can't, can't really not. pull the two. You, know, you, you brought that up at the you beginning. Can. You just can't pull the two apart, Because right? you got to why
3: would you be afraid of yeah. death? And if you explained it, if you had two baby is born and you explain to them the two different ways they're gonna die and then you compare that when they're even 10 yeah. years old it's yeah. gonna be very different you know yeah absolutely
1: <laughs> so what are we gonna do with our baby like I said
3: yeah. I mean with your ch- I'm just kidding
1: I, really I know that I know, meditation I know that meditation and
3: when we're in Cincinnati my mother will take her to the kingdom hall and I'll gladly be fine with that let's go let's roll I'll go there let's go kingdom hall is the church for Jehovah's Witnesses yeah
1: but and I'm I just want to make sure that she doesn't that there's more than just that. Well there yeah, there,
0: I mean, there will be but but there I there will be there yeah, will be but that's going to feel like she still
1: doesn't like Yeah, yeah. I'm it's not like opposed that's going to happen it.
3: like you do I just don't want fight someone
1: it. to tell her this is the truth.
0: Oh well I mean, they will tell her that. They will. But they will. I want yeah. her yeah, to She's going to have to figure out if it's not right like you got to let her but you guys will create a, a, a life exactly. Yeah, we will so. explain
3: to her, and like the way that she's brought up, we'll explain that. Like, and
0: it will be her every, choice. Exactly. Yeah, I'm yeah, thinking yeah, yeah, if you choice. were
2: on your first death podcast before you were born, you're probably gonna be pretty open. Honestly, <laughs> you know, yeah, yeah. like true, it's, it's it's true. It's probably it's probably a good thing, you know. Yeah. So she's gonna have opportunity to figure out what she wants to do and how that's gonna impact her life. And true. I think that's the same thing for your girls, right? At yeah. the end of the yeah. day. No as long what as you happens, just love the shit out of them, yeah, No matter what happens, they're gonna. This is gonna be an integral part of their life. Like <laughs> yeah. you can't separate. Wait the two. to take
1: a full circle with your daughter. How does she deal with Harper? And like, where does she like? I mean, she knows her brother is
2: sure. Yeah, it I could mean, any time. I think she she's an interesting person in terms of just the advocate she's turned into and just uh, she's grown up way faster than she should have to in some regards but
0: very powerful yeah young yeah girl. i think
2: for her you know that's going to be hard because she's 11 12 it's kind of like cameras <laughs> scenario right you know like until she shaved her head it really wasn't that real right so mm-hmm. i think mm-hmm. until that comes you're not going to totally know but just her having to deal with um, with everything up to this point you know I mean she, she loves him a ton and she's honestly probably best equipped to take care of him in some regards mm-hmm. of all the people that are around him I mean she's been around she him his understands whole him sure. his whole life yeah, right can, yeah, yeah. so I mean I think it'll be it'll be something that's you know good for her and I mean we go we go to Catholic Church every Catholic, Catholic Mass every Sunday so kind of get back to this guy's yeah. point about you know like it seems like a good story to me still you know like so at the end of the day until I find something you know that that provides them that type of structure in terms of hey you guys you guys figure out what works for you. Yep. For me, it's more about going, them getting to see their grandparents, yeah. going to lunch afterwards, mm-hmm. having yeah. like some of those small like community, structural community,
3: yeah. you know, the things that are thing built. Is cool yeah. I will say the it morals, is, the is morals is that I got out of it kids. from being born in it, the, from being a Jehovah's Witness, brought up in it, the morals I got out of it were invaluable, and sure. I will say that 100. percent The trouble it kept me out of, yeah. was great. Like, I also I say think you're too. a good
1: companion too, because like you. Believe in like a family life.
3: Yeah. So and I mean, that
1: came where that come from? I mean, what you yeah, saw...
3: they, they preach that.
0: And for a kid yeah. when they're little, that community and being around the other kids, that's fun. Yeah, it like, is fun. It's too. fun, you Until know. So like it's, teenager, not teenager, it's not just it's not necessarily this. that How you're long? just there to learn about God, but then you're just being in an environment where
2: you're basically socializing.
3: Yeah, you're socializing. Yeah. It's yeah. good for
0: them, but it's in a good socialization environment in you a know? safe place in a mm-hmm. safe place. Yeah. yeah.
2: But I, but I talk Hopefully. with her. Hopefully. I talk to her about it. I mean, I I tell her, you know, we got to be very thankful for every single day that we have with your brother, you know. And mm-hmm. she kind of plays it off a little bit on her his age, you know, because I've I've thrown the whole saint idea out to her, and she's like, well, he still cries sometimes, you know. <laughs> <laughs> like, well, okay, He's not I, that, the, yeah, 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 yeah. Dad. like you know, right. just that natural sibling reaction right. of well. You yell at me all the time for what I do, and then you're trying to, you know, tell me my brother's a saint. Yeah, you that's right. So, that's true. But yeah. for the most part, like, where are a lot of people I think would be maybe a little bit jaded about it, or you know, a little angry about the situation of you know having to take a backseat to your brother and his. Right. Mother, i to say, right? not yeah. even yeah, having the
3: attention. She's you know, she's, uh, yeah. she's an
2: awesome awesome girl in that regard, you know. And we'll always have a, a super close connection and you know i i i try to live my life i guess getting it back to you know whatever your principles or morals are supposed to be you know a life of example in a mm-hmm. lot of ways you know and you know if i'm doing the things to take care of my mind my body you know and my relationships and i can just let her learn from that situation yeah cuz kids know.
1: mimic they mimic what they see they want to yeah. be you could tell them all day, don't drink, don't drink, but I'm going to drink in front of you. Like sure. You they're think about drink. those things, they're going to want to drink, or they're going to want to smoke. And right. Like, you just... It's
3: because your you, parents are like your your superheroes when you're young, too, so whatever yeah. they're doing is the coolest thing in the world. I'm, I want to do that.
1: Yeah.
2: So, I mean, I hope I can do that with, you know, spirituality and death in some ways with her, right? to yeah. Where it's just like, it's all just part of what it was, you know? And, again, it's not the end it's just a phase shift out of mm-hmm. this whole
1: the change out yeah. of this
2: whole situation that we're going to be in and we're all going to be together forever in some some way in right some you sense know sense. so it's like don't 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 discount you know where you're at and where you've been and where you're going but at the same time too that whole being in that moment today and understanding that and doing these things and being around each other. I mean, I I feel so guilty all the time thinking just about, you know, Tam. Like, I mean, we live in the same city and, we, you know, bless you guys for coming here because we don't see each other because we're in our little busy hives doing our things that bubbles, we do, right? Yeah. So we have so much room, in my opinion, as humans still to just be better friends and be mm. more mindful of, you know, really how truly finite everything is. Like, I mean, if my friend's going through what they are in this case, we should make it a little bit more of a, you know, constant habit to really share each other's time, you know Mm -hmm. what I mean, and to be around it. And then it's not like when this day comes, which, you know, who knows, Tam may end up outliving me at the Mm -hmm. the rate she's going. I don't want my kids either being like, oh, well, you know, your relationship, you guys say you were friends or you're important, but you didn't show up until, you know, there was that day where, you know, they were gone, right? You know, so I think just trying to, you know, be be more close in touch with those people that you truly say are important i think is you know something that i want to show to her and coming over here today you know that's a that's a great example and you know being able to continue to connect with somebody who's important because um, i try not to take too much time away from them i mean selfishly probably cost me some other opportunities in my life but i try to spend every moment that i can with them and you know understanding and enjoying that, that this life like you guys are going to be having here pretty soon is, you know, no matter at the end of the day, what you, how you rank the things that are important in your life, if you're putting that child and what their needs are before everything else and, and, uh, kind of letting yourself, it's a little bit easier to be in that moment and not be so filled with ego.
0: Yeah. You do have to be happy yourself too. And I think you do find time for yourself and you do a great job of that. And that's, awesome. I mean, you're always trying to better yourself in some certain way. Um, And just the way that you have, um, you don't let Harper's, I guess, what you perceive as disabilities, you know, him being in a wheelchair and being a little less mobile. You don't let that stop you and Emma's experiences Harper goes right along with you. Yeah, I mean, yeah. we just camping, we you go, go camping, fishing, you do, do all that, yard. and so, yeah. so well, a lot that's what I. Yeah. Like, that's too much. That's like, what I think is awesome for Emma is that, you know, it, you're helping her not feel that despise for her brother. Like, oh, we can't do go do this because right. of Harper. So yeah. you just take him right along with you, and that I think that's awesome for Emma. That what you're giving her is the experience that that you guys can do all that together and that you know that's why she continues to to love Harper as much as she does i'm not saying she wouldn't before but you're making that environment a, a great place of of love right. and for her to grow as a human too, that it's not always just about Harper.
3: Right. Actually, both of them. Because think of how many people it, that would be in Harper's position that wouldn't see or do the things that he gets to experience and yeah. do. Yeah, for sure.
2: hundred percent. Right. Like,
3: you know what I'm saying? Like, most of them would just sit at home and they wouldn't do anything because their parents wouldn't take that initiative. They'd be like, it's yeah. a wrap. Like Right. Well, everything's challenging. It's too hard.
2: Not feeling sorry for yourself in any of those situations, Mm -hmm. which I mean, I think Mm -hmm. any of us have the opportunity to to right now, it's, you know, even you, probably the most him. And we Mm -hmm. talk a lot about that a lot. Right. It's like, you know, that's never going to get you to a place where you need need to be. right? Right. You know what I mean? And I think with him... You know, everybody has their days, but the more that I can realize that I'm just an advocate, it's his story, right? You know, it's your story. I'm just here to try to help you as another human being struggling through this existence.
0: And and everyone else has experienced stuff around me too, and that's the thing that I notate is that it's not always about me. You know, right? Just like when Hannah was feeling down that day, you know, I, and I and every time we do a podcast, like I just don't want it always to be about my cancer because everyone else is experiencing. I mean, I just happen to have, you know, a disease that really sucks, but everybody else is still going through their life situations, yeah. and that's what I try to, you know, tell my friends who are going through their things as well. Like, we just we don't always have to do, you know, this. Th- my bucket list travel isn't just about me; it's right. about you, you yeah. too, and your experiences and and what you're going through. So I I'm trying to I've have found myself trying to be a better friend. In that sense that I, I've always, don't get me wrong, I've always been a really good friend in that sense that I feel like I'm there for people. Oh, sure. But even more so just opening my mind that, you know, we don't have to always talk about my cancer. And 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 I know, like, I'm, I'm really um, stubborn, like, just like we went to Miami recently um, before this whole coronavirus thing yeah. popped up and was, you know, just a crazy thing. We went and everybody's like, are you sure we should go? You know, are you not feeling the best? And I'm like, if we don't freaking go, we're just never going to go. If it's always about my cancer and I'm always fatigued, then we're just never going to go do it. And we're Mm -hmm. not going to experience this shit. So we're just, we're going to freaking go. We're going to get a fast car. We're going to drive fast in the car with the top down. We're going to go to the beach and we're going to drink alcohol when we get there too. So, I mean... I'm, I'm not going to let this cancer define me and and you as a human too. Like it's just not always about me and my cancer. Damn, that
2: really is. I don't think, I don't think i I know you've impacted me on that regard, right? Like sometimes I'm like, and it's selfish. It's just my human way of thinking. It's like, Oh, you know, you should quit doing everything. We should put you in a bubble. Right, trying to freeze this thing called time, <laughs> right? So we can find a cure, mm-hmm. and right. then it's all going to be okay, back. right? Right. And then you, on the other hand, living through that moment, are like, "No, no. I'm not going to be like that." You not know? stopping. And
3: yeah. Not suspending my life because of this. At the
2: end of the day, you know, I know you say you're still trying to identify with what death is and what religion is, but it sounds to me like you got it pretty figured out, right? You know, like yeah, I, I feel that. like I'm in
0: a, a decent place. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, whatever that may be, I, I feel like I'm. I'm, I'm feeling very calm right now. Yeah. So, yeah. And of so, course, you
3: oh, might have your moments too, but still, yeah. like, at the moment, like... You're I cry, I cry. So you to, know me, but I just cry a lot. Yeah. <laughs> I think
0: that's
3: I was going to ask yeah. this. This good. is a really random question, because I remember, like, your family is Mexican, correct? Yes. And you say, do they do Dia de los Muertos? Uh,
0: no, so... So, my 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 family was not raised to be hispanic if anything my grandma brought mexican us mexican
1: american right mm.
0: yes mexican american we we were not we were not raised to to be mexicans in america mexicans in america we were we were raised Roman to be catholics
1: in, we were raised to be in, white catholics in, hispanic bodies.
0: In, in 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 hispanic well i mean I mean, you yeah. it, mine's questionable, you know, but but my like You're my like aunts a, and uncles, yeah. and my mom, I mean, you can more so tell because my my grandpa um he was white. Um so, you know, when we grew up, I mean, like my de- my grandma taught my my oldest uncle to speak Spanish, but then after that, I mean, I really think that because we grew up in a small town, I really think that mm-hmm she tried to Americanize, Americanize us so, My that, mom did the same mom so thing. that we yeah, were the, yeah, we were town. we were we were not small judged town, yeah. or prejudiced against because you know it was better and easier to be white than it was to be Mexican
3: by not embracing your culture
0: yeah by not embracing our culture no. yeah now we still did our things we still we still did you know Um, the Mexican food and, and all those, those things that, you know, my grandma brought from Mexico when she came, but, um, at the same time, no, I mean, I, I grew up as, you know, white was my heritage and, um, other than, you know, I like to claim it, (laughs) I love Mexican food and and we do those types of things. We don't, I mean, we did not, we did not practice. Margaritas. Margaritas. I love margaritas. margaritas. (laughs) Love tequila. Yeah.
3: Um, but that yeah. popped in my head was Dia de los Muertos. I was mm-hmm. like, that'll be yeah. really cool. Yeah. So
1: we're going to bring that into our daughter's life. Cause we do it the Philippines. Yeah, because yeah. Yeah. Celebrate it. My, right? uh, yeah. my mom, she made a, a mantle and, and she never did it in America ever. Yeah. But then we went to the Philippines and she's like, yeah, we'll celebrate it. We put like pictures of all the dead on a, on a table. Yeah. And then we put a candle. And we put a candle there, mm-hmm. and that candle was lit for twenty four hours. Yeah, you, just you don't let keep, the candle burn out. Yeah. It,
3: you just replace the candle and keep rotating it. And
1: then uh, we serve the dead food first. So we put mm-hmm. food on the table, and then we eat our own food. Eat. And then you go to the cemetery and you take candles, and yeah. it was really cool. I mm-hmm. think it's a good way to keep a spirit
0: alive. Yeah. Um, no, I mean actually, we Catholicism was that was my grandma's. Yeah, for that was huge for us. It was not. It was not our heritage. Um, it was not our ethnicity. It we was. It, we were Catholic. That's what we were. That was our identity. Um, and it was very strong. Yeah. I mean, it was very very strong. So, hmm. got it.
1: Okay, so to wrap this up, just because, yeah, I we think have to. we could be talking about this. Yeah, forever. probably for the yeah. rest of our lives. Until yeah, until we, <laughs> <laughs> we get actually die. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah, until we know what actually <laughs> happens. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, I suppose either. In closing, each one of us talk about either time or death or what we learned or how we feel after this conversation. Um,
0: who wants to start with? Who wants to start? Um, I think for me, um, just talking about it in general um, makes me feel better about it. Um, talking about it with other people who... Um, kind of feel the same perspective as me. I think our conversations flow well with, with the four of us just because we we kind of have a, a similar perspective, but the conversation could be totally different sitting here with someone with a different sure, perspective. Yeah. So Is it
3: even perspective or is it open-mindedness? Yeah. Open-mindedness. Yeah, exactly. yeah right, open-mindedness
0: yeah. or whatever you want to call it. I, I think that, um, um, so I just feel like, for me this is this is my happy zone putting out a podcast and this is why I do this and continue to do this and um I think for me just to end it is um, just sharing with everybody my perspective on on time and death um, is just to be continued <laughs> yeah yeah it's a good way to put it yeah it's great
2: I think it's yeah I mean I think you know continuing to to learn about whatever the options are, you know, and, and trying to be in the moment and not speed up, um, you know, the end of that race as much as I can. And I think, you know, just going through this process with you, Tamara, and just seeing it all play out and being connected to it through either the podcast or actually physically face to face. It just, you know, I, um, I've just, got to know you in a different way that I think in some ways just helps me understand this story more than I probably did you know obviously yesterday so i'm looking forward to the future and you know just continuing to you know let our friendship all of our friendships continue to be important you know because again i think at the end of the day uh you know if we're caring and loving for one another and and we all get there together that's going to be a, a better story no matter what <laughs> form or verbal, verbal articulation of that uh, god is um so yeah i love you and um you know i just wish there was words that could kind of put a, a you know around how i could box up time for you and you know all of us and make sure that we could just stay here and we always will be you know i, I think you said it best we'll we'll be there together and you can't wait to see what that neighborhood ends up being, but I just have a feeling that, you know, (laughs) we're, we're, we're going there. We're going there no matter what someday, somehow. So, Mm -hmm. um, keep fighting. And, uh, you know, I'm sure this won't be the last time we, we chat on the air.
0: No, Mm -hmm. the next time there'll be a baby sitting here. Yeah. yeah, (laughs) Jared.
3: Um, I'll just be quick. I mean, time, obviously for me, like I said, with the, about to have a newborn, it's, that's for me is to be continued because we don't know. I have Mm -hmm. no idea what my time will look like until we have this child and figure out what she's like. Less. Uh, Yeah, exactly. Exactly. I know that my time will be less. (laughs) We're not going to be doing podcasts for three hours probably. (laughs) My time will be a lot more limited then. So I know that I, that's what I expect of time. So for the future of time to be continued, I know that I will obviously put all of my energy into her. It's not like I'm going to be like, oh, my music is suffering. This is that. Like, no, first and foremost, it's my new daughter. Like, that's not, that's a given. Yeah, for sure. And so all of my time and energy will go into her first, and then everything else comes after that. Um, as far as death, same thing, because we have no idea. So we can talk for days, <laughs> but we don't know. So to be continued. Yeah, like...
1: For me, I think that the for me, this podcast is a lot about. Tamara and telling Tamara's story and even if it's telling a story through other people like having Annie on and Mm -hmm. having her perspective or having but also I think that it's important that we start to look at as a society and in life is there's so many other perspectives and we don't know what other people are going through we don't know that the girl with long, pretty hair and big eyelashes in a cute outfit, she may have cancer. Like, what is she carrying? What is yeah. she, you know, what are we all carrying? What is, what are we walking around in life and then being, like, mean to each other Judged. or judging each other or having Facebook fights because of our political beliefs on, you know...
2: Petty,
3: petty stuff. Like, petty stuff. Life no, yeah, is uh, too short for petty. Yeah. It's yeah. too short. So, my m- dad always said that.
1: Yeah, so my idea is that wh- however long we have here doesn't matter. What matters is the quality of time that we're taking and, yeah. and where we're putting our attention in the present moment. Like, Am I sitting in a room with my child breastfeeding and looking at my phone? You know, am I really with my child if I'm doing that? Like, just those little things. And I'm not judging people for doing those things because, you know, we do like to distract ourselves, but where are we putting our attention? Where are we putting our love? Where are we putting our time?
3: Yep. Be mindful of Time
1: that. is so... We don't even know what time is, but what we can do is focus our attention on where we want it. Is it on our friends? Is it our loved ones? Is it on our the baby is it going to chemo and sitting in a room for seven hours and not being we really weren't on our phones other than taping her going to the bathroom
0: with her little right just for for our instagram posts and our podcast i mean yeah we gave us a lot of time right to talk and and also just to sit yeah
1: there was times where neither of us were talking but neither of us were doing anything we were just sitting there yeah and But my attention was in that room and in that space and in that moment. Yeah. And and I think that that's what's important to me, at least, is where we're we putting our attention. And I'd like to just... That would be my message from this podcast is we don't know when we're going to die. We don't know how much time we have. We don't even know what time is. Where are you putting your attention? Yeah.
2: Well, I think we did a good job because we've spent... Two, two days together this weekend and yes. we didn't have our phones out at all.
1: Yeah. Like
2: five hours of just talking as, yeah. as, as, as humans. We did record the second one, so maybe it's
1: deducted <laughs> technology, in, yeah. The yeah. technology yeah. in the room. Has to be. Alright. See ya. Thank you for listening. If you enjoyed this conversation, please do rate and subscribe to our podcast, Energy Never Dies.